Welcome to Where Does Food? My name is Tim. Party people, Mel. We uh, we we are going to talk about mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Yeah, we're gonna talk that's about a, mayo as it's also colloquial. We're that's known. a super controversial. Um, Some people probably just click this off immediately. Are you see really? Yeah. You think so? People, yeah. People are hit or miss, but I'm like. People are hit or miss on mayo. You gotta appreciate. Well, I'm it. about to drop some news on you. <laughs> People are not hit or miss on mayo. That shit is a staple, and we are gonna dive into that I like nonsense. It. I like um, it. How do you like mayo? You like mayo? I don't. Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah? I really. I mean. I'm a fiend for mayo. I, I always mayo. put it on my sandwiches, which apparently some people are like, what the fuck? But like, yeah, no, I put it on my I sandwiches. I am a fiend I'll have it on my mayo. chicken sandwiches. Yeah, absolutely. It's my go-to fry dip condiment at this point. Yeah, like, yeah. 100%. A little fancy sauce action. Yeah, totally, oh, 100%, in, on, totally yeah. in on it. Yeah, and if I'm not in the mood for the ketchup part, I will absolutely just mayo. Thanks. I'll just dip my fries in it. Yeah, <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah dude, okay. it's good. Are you kidding me? I actually never ketchup just is, done the mayo. To me, ketchup's the overrated one. You know oh. what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I think Shit. ketchup's the overrated one okay. personally. Noted. Like it's mayo, mustard, and then ketchup for me. My mouth is dropped on ketchup's that. Ketchup's just kind of boring, man. I was, it's just I was, a little was, sweet. You know? Mayo, though. Mayo's that Would you put mayo sauce. on a hot dog? I was just curious. Like maybe, but like it would just I would have try to try like, it for it would, sure. It, I would put mayo and ketchup just to and try And you know it. what? It, we'll dive into okay. the different types of mayo and like what oh, that would look like and okay. what I think could work on a hot dog. All right. Um, all right. So you don't mind mayo. I don't mind it. As is tradition on this show yes. with three episodes, uh, we're going to give it a rating. Well, you're going to give it a rating and I'm maybe. going to come back to that rating at the right. end. And see if you despise it more, Absolutely. or if you like it more. Okay. Um, and it's and it's it doesn't. It's not the same. I believe the yeah. last episode was red balloons, and I believe the first episode was horseshoes, mm-hmm. something like it that. Was, yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna go a little traditional. What you got for me? How many gold stars out of ten do you change give? My next one. Out of no. ten. <laughs> um, I had that one loaded. <laughs> I would. Okay. Let me go with a solid seven. A seven for a mayo. seven out of ten. Yeah, out of ten. I I'm probably you're probably gonna up it for me though. I feel like that's probably what's gonna end up yeah, happening right now. I, I, so we'll start seven. Yeah, and I and you know what? That's a really solid score. Though. Yeah, seven is super solid. It means you definitely like. I mayo, appreciate. Yeah. Right. Well, you- we're gonna spread some mayo. Hey there, it's your host Tim. Stopping the podcast to tell you about an awesome deal that you can get through Rep Sports. Rep Sports is a supplement company, so they help supplement people's workout lives. They have proteins, pre-workouts, post-workouts, recoveries. They have all types of supplements over there. So go check them out and fill out that stack. I know you're getting low. I can feel it. My stack's getting low. I'm about to do me a shop as well. You can also get mine and L's favorite energy drink, Raise Energy. I'm telling you, one can gets you through the day. Not a problem. Raise Energy is fantastic. No crash at all. So if you go to repsports.com and use the code WDF15, you can get 15% at checkout. Again, WDF15, you get 15% at checkout, and you also get to support this podcast and support your workout routine, man. Go do it. Now enjoy the rest of this podcast that we love doing. Hey guys, welcome to the ad section. I'm here to tell you real quick about Anchor by Spotify. You may have heard us talk about Anchor at the end of our episodes. Is because Anchor is the platform we use to distribute our podcasts. 
It's totally free. It helps us distribute our podcast to different platforms. That's how we're on Apple Podcasts. That's how we're on Google Podcasts, CastBox, you name it. They've helped us do that. You can record directly on the app, on the webpage. They don't even need a super fancy setup. It's super straightforward, totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your podcast or whatever you like to do. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of the episode. All right, so first, let's talk about what mayo is. Yeah. Um, it, it is uh, defined as a cold, thick sauce. Huh. She's thick. Thick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it, the color ranges from uh, like a white to a palish yellow. Are we still talking about mayo? Yes. Okay. So that's kind of what the color range looks like. So it's typically the way we typically consume it, right? It's mm-hmm. on sandwiches, um, fried foods, burgers. Mm. That's sort of its mm-hmm. home. Uh, salads kind of have mayo-y oh, based yeah. dressings, yeah. things like that. Again, we're going to kind of discuss like mayo is, if if food is a triangle, mayo is a point <laughs> at okay. which a lot of things, like, you know what? We're creating the food triangle. We have toast. We have mayo. So far, I like this. Like okay. toast is what we learned was how oh, it's essential. It's essentially yeah. like it is a food group. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna kind of find out here that just the basis of mayo oh, yeah. truly is. It is a sauce of all sauces. It is the yeah. queen of sauces. Also, I have a lot of French words to say. Oh, and a I lot cannot of wait for this. Names to say. Yes, because mayonnaise is intrinsically French. The word isn't, but like, yeah, baby, baby. <laughs> so it's okay. it's gonna be fun. All right, let's talk about what uh, mayo is uh, yeah. outside of just saying it's a cold, thick sauce. Yes. So mayo is an emulsion of which all an emulsion mm. is is it's two, two things that don't combine, right? Two liquids that don't combine. So mayo is essentially an emulsion of a it's oil. A and an egg yolk. Uh, some modern things use egg yolk. Yeah, some modern uh, versions use like whole eggs. So like okay. mass-produced oh, mayos okay. typically have whole eggs involved. Huh. But, but traditionally, mostly, okay. if you were to make it at home, which I've made mayo at home, it's really not super difficult. All you do is you pull some eggs in a bowl, separate your yolks. You either put it on a stand mixer or by hand. Okay. Use a mixer for the love (laughs) of God. Um, And then you slowly put in a certain amount of oil. um, Oh, okay. uh, Until it emulsifies into a thick sort of creamy sauce. It also typically to balance it out gets put with vinegar or some sort of acid. Lemon's very common. Vinegar is super common. And then another one that's become more common is Mm -hmm. mustard. Typically, if I'm making like homemade mayo, it's olive oil, egg yolks, mustard. Typically, like a a gray poupon, I want something that has a little bit of heart to it. Then a little bit of of malt vinegar. And then I put a little bit of salt. Mm. Yeah, sounds Um, delicious. Yeah, so that's like, and I don't make homemade mayo a lot. I'm not saying this to brag. I'm just saying that like, I've made it before. Um, and Relatively it is good, simple, yeah. but it's a process. Like, you know, it's it's not the hardest thing in the world sure. to do, but it is a lot it's of like, take some time. it's a lot of product that you just yeah. have to use. Like, okay. it's like five egg yolks and like, yeah. and like that's a, a lot cup of, of oil. Like, like, it's just a lot of that product. And then like, I was like, that's almost half, that's half, almost half a dozen of eggs right there just to make <laughs> yeah, just, a little to, bit of to mayo. Make a small jar of yeah, mayo. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, but I mean, it is delicious, and I do recommend if you do like cooking, you like being in the kitchen, try making your own mayo once because it is super good. It's very flavorful, and it's a lot different than mm. what your standard sort sure, of yeah. non-specialized mayo out of a jar is. Sure. Um. So that's typically how it's made and what it's made from. And like I said earlier, it is the base 
for a ton of sauces. Tartar sauce, burger and fry sauces. Okay. If you are getting a burger and fry sauce, it's probably got mayo in it. If it's not Mm. outright just mayo-based. Yeah. There are mustard-based sauces, which is to simply say that there's a more there's a higher mustard ratio than other condiment ratios. But like most most burger and fry sauces are like super mayo-based with ketchup, mustard, white pepper, uh, garlic, a little bit of onion, some salt, you know, MSG. Like, I'm just listen. I'm just being honest with you guys. That's like the pinnacle of all foods. Is white pepper, salt, like yeah, white pepper and salt and MSG. That's like those three. Mm. That's the food Mm. pyramid. (laughs) (laughs) Those three make up pretty much all fast food joints. Like yes, just so you know, (laughs) love it. Yeah. So (laughs) that's so. Like I said, uh, burger fry sauces, uh, remoulades, which is similar to a tartar sauce, salsa golf. I was super interested to learn a little about this because I like. I didn't know what that was, but it's popular in Argentina and it's so... This is where the ketchup mayo comes from. Ooh. It's salsa golf. It's a Franken sauce. It's 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 oh, essentially I no in, in, and its origin isn't really solidified either. Okay, like there's a couple of different origins. Like they kind of give credit to a guy. I don't have his name. Apologize. <laughs> um, they kind of give credit to a guy who like was at a diner or like at a golf resort or whatever, mm-hmm. and like decided to make his <laughs> own sauce. But then there's also the origin that like a cook at a resort okay made their own. So some resort it okay. is. But it is typically and most commonly ketchup mayo. Wow. Yeah. So okay. that's where that comes from. Okay. Which I, I thought no was, idea. Yeah, I thought that was really cool because like like you said earlier, fancy sauce. Like I usually just call it like your basic fry sauce. Like it's the most yeah. like baseline. Like start here and you can pretty much make yeah. whatever fry sauce you want. So the way <laughs> the way I've kind of structured this, because uh, as I was kind of researching it, I noticed that the etymology and the history sort of lived in tandem. And so we're gonna kind of, sorry if I bounce around and the time frames get a little looped. It's just that like the etymology was really interesting to me and I just, I'm, I, I'm always fascinated with words. So we're kind of gonna go with like how the name mayonnaise yeah. came and that's gonna kind of roll into just kind of history sure. in general. Okay. So uh, the name of mayonnaise, it's, oh, as you guess, it's unclear in origin, <laughs> um, like most things. Something that's commonly believed is it was named after Port Mahon. I'm that's what I'm assuming okay. it's called. Port Mahon. They <laughs> yeah. believed it was in honor of first big name, follow along, ladies. <laughs> Luis Francis Armand de Vignerat du Plessis. <laughs> I love that. That's like um, six names. He's the, that's th- yeah, the third the third duke of Richelieu, I think is what that is. Uh, Richelieu after um his successful the campaign. Duke against the British in 1756. Yeah, he essentially took go. he essentially took Port Mahon on that in that year. He you know, he conquered it essentially. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the belief is that the one of his cooks pretty much did a riff on what was the like original mayo which is known as aioli bow. Now you've heard the term aioli, okay. right? Yes. Literally aioli is mayo. It's essentially the same. It functions identical. The biggest difference is yeah. that garlic is usually involved in aioli. Oh, and interesting. And aioli okay. bow specifically um, is is an oil okay. garlic egg emulsification. Okay. So like that's sort of where mayo gets its start. Okay. So it's known as aioli bowl for a while. A bow, sorry, for a while. I was wondering about that. Yeah. Um, so so apparently the cook just sort of did a riff. This is a belief. Okay. And it's it's hard to follow that stuff. 
there's also other versions where like he made it of okay. course because it's like let's give credit right. to the man like <laughs> like you know screw all the guys around <laughs> them that's probably you know actually doing you know it. yeah making his bed at night and tucking him in you know <laughs> it's it's all him you know it's the literally no okay so no i was so clarification because people like to intertwine it together but technically aeoli and may are two different things because of the process it's actually not because of the process. It's literally just ingredients. You can just kind of get pedantic with it, which is why most people just say, I think at this okay. point, etymologically, it is like, it's in my world, it's interchangeable. But yeah. I guess if you want to be like a dick about it, <laughs> <laughs> you can, you know, you can be like, no, uh, this actually, is uh, well, because actually, of the oil, yeah, <laughs> because of the garlic, you okay. can actually, yeah, okay, but like, you know, right. shut, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wanted, okay, I wanted my own clarification on that. So yeah. Yeah, okay. and like I said, other versions of that story is that the Duke like discovered the sauce at an sure, inn, right, yeah. um, that he created the sauce Quote, at an quote. inn, which is the same as like the golf yeah. sauce. You know what I mean? It's like the same thing of like, oh, I was staying at an inn, and then I <laughs> yeah. threw some sauce threw some stuff yeah, together. You fuck off. Like you didn't do any of that. I went to the kitchen. And, and so we first see a rendition of the word mayonnaise as mahonnaise. Because of the four, yeah, yeah, um, and so it, it does. That word does appear in literature. Interesting, but okay. it isn't until like way after that event. Interesting. So sure. okay. that's sort of why there's that kind of question mark over is this where it comes from? Because like you know, is it really him or his cooks, mm -hmm. or was it just that that city kind of made something? You know what I mean? So sure, okay. But I think we like to try and pin it to absolutely something. So you know, that's why. All right. <laughs> Are you ready uh, for this go. name that I'm going to try and read? Yes. All right. So, Alexandra <laughs> Balthazar Laurent Grimond de la Renier. Oh, my gosh. What a fucking name. What a fucking guy. So, he was born with deformed hands. Okay. And so, that made him a little bit of a reject, but he was born into a wealthy family. We love that. Okay. Um, so, Saving grace. he ended up doing like a lot of theater reviews for a long time. Okay. Um, and so like that's sort of how he got into this world of like being a critic. Oh, um, okay. Which is super interesting. Yeah. Um, also, critics. he was like Billy Madison. The dude <laughs> threw like parties when his parents were gone. Like maybe Billy Madison's not the right one. Maybe Ferris, maybe Bueller. But like this dude <laughs> was a Bueller. Friends. You know what I mean? He's like totally, <laughs> like he's throwing massive parties. Like he's got all of his homeboys coming over. Like, girls coming like, through. Yeah, like he's oh fucking smashing ass like <laughs> with his fucking <laughs> fucked up hands. No, he's doing great, man. Um, So Boy. he actually, so this is sometime after, he actually rejected the word mayonnaise. Okay. He didn't like it. What an asshole. Why didn't he like it? Yeah. Well, he's a theater critic, ah, right? He didn't theater. like it because it isn't French. I love that. So he That's was just like, he was like, bar. you know what? Okay. I don't, you know, he was like, you know what? I don't like mayonnaise. This. I don't like mayonnaise. It's not a good word. Um, it's not French. And then he also rejected <laughs> mayonnaise. By the way, this stuff all happened in the, the time frame of like, I believe it was like 1730 okay. and like 1850-ish. Like, like it's like in, like, like, no, just like. This this is where these people are in time, right? Like so that that guy who again, seventeen fifty six, like he he ended up taking that mm -hmm. port back and that's when we started to develop the name Mayo. So 
in that 56 to like a person's lifetime like a person's lifespan because so around the you know around the 1840 1830 mark you know so that was sort of where we're at where these all these people are living and existing and so that's why he has like he has a, a, a critique for both mayonnaise, the word, and also mayonnaise because it's those things were happening at different times. Incredible. Okay. Yeah. Um, because he said Port Mahan isn't known for good food. Just straight up was like, no, they're That's... not known for good food. Oof. So he preferred mayonnaise, which is a totally different thing. It's not... It's not even like an aioli. Like it's not. It's not. <laughs> not mayo. It's thing. not mayo. It's actually known in, as an aspic because it, it comes from the city of Bayonne. Okay. Which he claimed uh, had many innovative gourmands and produces the best hams in Europe. <laughs> I th- this dude is my best friend. This guy. <laughs> yeah. So again, this thing is dickhead. this thing is actually an aspic, which is a cold jelly instead of a sauce. It's got very similar. It's very gre- different. Very similar similar ingredients but it has gelatin in it so it burns up yeah totally different yeah so he was contrarian just to be contrarian (laughs) and i was the first trolls to be a troll dude he like he's bueller man (laughs) he's bueller baby i said he was billy madison but that was a lie he's bueller Bueller. you know what i mean yeah yeah um (laughs) (laughs) it's not french i don't like it like it yeah um, another person, again, we're just talking with names. So another person around the time, um, Marie Antoine Carme called it magnanaise, um, which he got okay. from the verb manier. We both just made a very confused look yeah. on our face. Um, apparently, magnanaise, uh, he got from the verb manier, which just means to handle. Also could be pronounced like manier or whatever, you know what I mean? Which just means to handle. Okay. So it's just a different variation of this word that's floating around in this time period. Uh, another idea that's tossed around is, um, which isn't supported as much, um, is the Duke of Mayen Charles de Lorraine. <laughs> so many names. You got um, it, dude. Yeah, because uh, this, was, this comes from during the Battle of Arquez in 1589. So oh, wow. rolling it back a little bit further. Yeah. And this one isn't as popular um, just because like there's no, there's nothing else in literature. There's nothing okay, else around sure. it that sort of, the only thing it has is a name. Like the okay. name is similar. Yeah. So it's like, oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently it is said that before he, before he lost that battle, mm-hmm. <laughs> I also kind of love this guy because he like was in the middle of battle and apparently the story is that he took his time to finish his chicken and, it, Shut and he had it up, he had dude. it paired with a cold sauce like a cold thick sauce so the idea is that like oh that was probably mayo right I fucking love that um, guy. and then okay. he absolutely lost the battle <laughs> I was really hoping that you were about to be like, yeah. dude took his time and then went and crushed the competition. No, no, he lost. He got demolished. Okay. Well, at um, least he was full. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at least he was full. So, uh, mayonnaise first appeared in French cookbooks okay. in the 18th century. So, now we're starting to get recipes right. and cookbooks and get stuff. Literature. And in the 18th century, in 1750, a Valencian friar, Francis Roger Gomita, or Gomila, sorry, published a book called Art de la Cucina with a sauce he called aioli bowl. Aioli bow, again, which is similar to mayo, like I said earlier. In actual, that in okay. cookbooks. So that's all the French. That's like mostly French, right? Like yeah. mostly that's where French people... So people. Spain also... So yeah. <laughs> Spain also uh, had their fair share okay. of like run-ins with mayo. <laughs> we're gonna call it. that's a good way to go yeah so similar sauces in spanish cookbooks and this was in the 14th century uh 14th century book libre de Sovi, uh where it was called olioli 
Ooh, yeah. Okay. Um, which literally translates to oil and garlic. Mm. Yeah. So this mm. is back in the 14th century. Okay. Um, and this is in Spain. Wow. So okay. Different, yeah. You know, different place in the world there. Don't know if you know like... that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Say uh, what? That sauce Hola. is a staple of the region. Um, and it appears in not only that, but it appears in a lot of other literature. So very cool. Um, in 1745, huh. Juan de Alamaris gave a recipe for it in his cookbook, Nuevo Arte de Cocina. So again, you see it cuisine. even later. You know, in 1745. All right. So, how do you any how do you feel about all that that I went over? Like that is sort of the etymology and history with mayo. You know, again, we got we got Spain doing it in the yeah. 14th century just as a different name, um, and they they're doing it all the way to 1745 and onward. And then again, in in France, you got people that are yeah. Again, the origin of the actual word right. isn't necessarily like solidified, but like you got people that are like, no, absolutely not. That's not a good <laughs> absolutely origin. not. Um, and then you have you know people that are just like, well, I prefer this, which I love. No, I agree with that. Yeah, I love that people are like, I don't, I don't care. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. We're gonna just change that because. Yeah. Again, what a French thing to do, though. Honestly, it's again, it's super French, and, and it's super and, French because the Spain, the Spaniards were over there, like yeah, making but, their aioli. Um, yeah, and and I'm, you know, to just go even a little bit, and we're gonna talk a sort of about, we're gonna bring it forward a little bit yeah. soon, and we're gonna talk about sort of where mayo is now. Sure. But like when you, the, I think the most interesting thing about me with, uh, or about this, not about me, but about this <laughs> that I find. Um, the most interesting thing about me is that I love mayo. No, um, <laughs> is that, you know, the word mayonnaise, I clearly sort of happens somewhere in the 16th yeah. century. Like it's somewhere, uh -huh. but that doesn't really matter. Like, because at the end of the day, in the 14th century, they were like we were emulsifying oils and yeah. herbs and, and, and other shit. We were putting that all together and that just became a Thing. we were all in for it yeah we loved it like thick fatty flavorful mm. sauces that was a thing and when you think about literally anything like ranch you think about you think about pretty much anything that sort of has that creamy cold thicker yeah. textures i mean that comes from aioli it comes from yeah. emulsifying eggs and oil and we've been doing it as a species for since roughly the 14th century. It's so crazy. Which is wild. Yeah. So let's Man. let's talk about some different regions okay. of the planet. And let's talk yeah. about their relationship with mayo. Let's do it. Who would have thought? Are you ready for this Russia fact? Coming at you with Russia facts. Is there a bear about to deliver the news? <laughs> yeah. It's going to blow your mind. Okay. And this is not even, a, this is going to be the smallest chunk of the podcast. <laughs> okay. And it's going to blow, it's going to be the I one guess. thing you walk away with. Guaranteed. Okay. Russia consumes the most mayo per capita. I just got a very confused look. You guys can't see it, but I just got a very confused look on my face. That did just blow my mind. Why? How? I, Who would have, why? <laughs> what do they pair it with? Uh, so, vodka? So here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> vodka mayo, New Amsterdam, baby. <laughs> They use a mixture of, of sunflower oil and soybean oil, okay. which, you know, can different oils give it different flavors. Right, absolutely. So it does give it a little bit of a different flavor, which I guess is cool. Still doesn't necessarily explain it. No. But uh, I work with a Russian girl. Um, she's oh, okay. a sweet lady lover. But she was telling me that, like, that makes sense because they use it for a lot of different things. Like, okay. I know, like, at least from what I've seen, like, the Russian diet also loves, like, breads and meats. So okay. they do a lot of, like, meat yeah. salads and stuff. 
stuff with mayo. Okay. So like you see a lot of it in that world. I had no idea. They can the average Russian consumes two point five kilograms to five kilograms a year. That's roughly two pounds of mayo. Of mayo in that wild. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The it's fuck? also the only European what? country to sell more mayo yeah. than ketchup. So interesting. In conclusion, I think I'm part Russian. In <laughs> We're going to be here with your birth certificate soon. <laughs> yeah. Honorary. So, He's going to ask you to join the KGB after that. Yeah, let's fly to Japan. Okay, yes. Um. So Japan mayo is made with rice vinegar. Mm, and it's sense. typically thicker. So, really? Yeah, okay. it's typically thicker and it's made with it's rice, vinegar. rice vinegar. Yeah. That's why Japanese mayo is so fucking good, man. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it's super good. Now we're going to kind of move around. We're going to come to the States, which is another yeah. book we're all interested in because the States always Yo, does some crazy stuff. What's um, up, bro? So commercially jarred mayo. Yeah. in the states started in philly in 1907 philadelphia not only in philly yeah but by amelia schloer schloer she has a hard she has a hard last name either way what up girl so she was the first one to really start uh commercially producing jarred mayo okay and it was just based off of her recipe that she served in her deli Let's right? go, girl. What's your little... Yes. Get it. Get it. your little deli, a little sauce. Around the same time... Shout out to Philly, bro. In NYC, we're giving all the hot cities a shout Yo, out. Yo, East Coast. And you're going to know this person. Okay. At Richard Hellman's Deli. Hang on. Wait they, a second. They sold his wife's mayo recipe go, with their salads. It was absolutely... 100%. It was, it was just, just like, with their salads. By 1912, Mrs. Hellman's hit the mask. <laughs> Yeah. And by 1926, it was trademarked as Hellman's Blue Ribbon Mayonnaise. Wow. Yeah. Insane. Fucking deli in New York. His wife makes a sick mayo. They start serving it with the salads. And around the same time that jarred mayonnaise is becoming a thing, they're like, yeah, might as well. Might as well. (laughs) And they started mass producing That's so crazy. Like, what is the chances of that happening? I mean, timeline, you know what I'm saying? Like, all East Coast, baby. (laughs) Yeah. No. And it's like, hey, it makes sense. No wonder we know how to make a good fucking sandwich. East Coast yeah. knows what's up. New York City. Shout out to Dallas. the women. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, they were. They, they were on it. Yeah. They're the reason mayo's on the shelves. Yeah. All right. That's really cool. All right. So let's get to, and I, this is going to kind of be the first, I guess, thing. I mean, we're only three episodes in, but this is going to be kind of the first, <laughs> yeah. first sort of downside, I guess. Okay. Um, Salmonella outbreaks are actually oh, common with about that. mayo because of the raw egg. Um, oh, duh. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why you're not supposed to have raw cookie dough. Yeah. So so I believe okay. there are, I believe Europe does have standards of certain oil to egg to okay. uh, acid ratio. Okay. And they like the pH to be in the 4.5 to 5 region, I believe. It might be even lower, something like that. I mean, it has to be acidic because okay. it essentially can kill foodborne illnesses and can actually last. And most, I think a lot of like modern have some preservatives in it and stuff now. So the salmonella outbreak kind of lessened. But in 1955, this was the biggest one that I read and I just was super blown away by the number. Yeah. 1955 in Denmark, 10,000 cases were observed of a salmonella outbreak due to mayo. Oh my gosh. 10, That's a lot higher cases. than that. Yeah. The pH apparently was six. It was just right uh, for the picking. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's 
mayo I, yeah like it weirdly fascinating i was i think mostly with mayo i was super fascinated with just how the word happened and we don't really know no. and i think that's what's so interesting is that like it, it's weird to me that it became a word because we kind of already had one <laughs> had right like yeah. we had aioli bow yeah. and like you could have easily just you know said aioli for the rest and of everything yeah. and, and that's it like to me that that's all of it but it almost seems like purist got in the way of that Absolutely. a little bit you know what i mean where they were like no like it's not french or it's not this or like i, I prefer it. this oh, like they sort of got in the way of the just first like debate yeah they sort of just got in the way of like no we'll just call it aioli you know it's what i mean like, yeah. it's just aioli that's what it is like but yeah i mean whatever we got stuck with the word mayo and <laughs> and and now again it's 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 a it's one of the points of all food something i do with my grilled cheese now instead of butter on the outside mayo Ooh, interesting. Okay. Because the reaction, the fat of that renders and mm. the that's the thing about fat mm. is like the mild reaction of fat is what you what you go for. I mean, it's why you butter your toast, right? Like it's the, <laughs> it's that same sort of like that's what you look for. Yep. And so when you do it with oil, you get this or this um with mayo, you get this really crispy, nice, like mm. beautiful. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. How do you feel about mayo, dude? I'm satisfied with mayo. Satisfied with mayo. I yeah. Again, I think it, it is very interesting. Like clearly, it was a thing. Like it was already a thing, but people didn't know what to call it. Yeah. And had different names for it and then it was the uh, really the story of mayo is the troll before the troll <laughs> yeah, like, yeah that's, that's what it feels like yeah that's yeah. what i got and russia eats close A to two pounds lot of of it. yeah like that's absurd <laughs> to me i never yeah. would have guessed insane no wild wild i'm kind of curious to know like what their cuisine is yeah and consists of that they're just just eating so much mayo yeah mayo i'm like are you guys is it one of those things where it's like Oh, it's complimentary and that makes yeah. sense. Or are we just well, let me, making let me, mayo be a thing to yeah. be a thing? Well, let me ask you, like, you, I know you, you said you, you you like mayo, but like, do you like in your everyday cooking, like how often do you use mayo or is it more of a when you're out sort of deal? That's a good question. Uh, no, I mean, like when you were mentioning that you put mayo on your toe, like for your, like, mm -hmm. I want to like try that cheese, now. Yeah. yeah. But normally it would just be, uh, hey, like making some burgers, right. some ketchup like, mayo on like, like, when I said I love mayo, I like you, when I make yeah. an egg sandwich, I put mayo, mayo. I put mayo on the mm -hmm, egg sandwich. Mm -hmm. I don't do mustard, no. um, which I know some people egg really mayo, like. Yeah, no. yeah, like it's typically like most of my stuff is like yeah. mayo based. No, I will. Yeah, I will have. You're right. Mayo yeah. is kind of the main. Uh, I, I use it a lot. Yeah. I will say uh, I'm also comments, yeah, yeah I'm also sure. a big mustard fan though. So if I'm doing like see I think that's if I'm doing like some burger sauces, mm -hmm. sometimes I make more of like a mustard mayo relish sort of thing. Oh, okay. So this does bring me back to my initial question. So would you put mayo on your hot dog? Like if you had a hot dog or a brat, whatever you want to whatever you want to put on it. Would you put ketchup, mustard, mayo? I mean, I don't even like a sandwich. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. I don't like ketchup on hot dogs. I don't like. Would you put relish on? I'm there? gonna be honest with you. I don't really like ketchup. Oh, like, like I like ketchup as a sweetener with my burger sauces and with my fry sauces. Yeah. Like ketchup is really good to me because it's it is sugar essentially, and <laughs> yeah, it's not like sugar. it isn't. But like you no, know, I mean, but tomatoes are fruit. Profiles, and yeah. Like tomatoes are fruity, sweetie. Like yeah. you know, they're very like they're in that realm. That's what I like about them. Yeah. Like when I put them in a dish, that's what I want from them. Yeah. I want that fresh sort of 
that night either like if it's on my tacos i want that fresh sort of mm. sweet juicy bite mm-hmm. and if it's with like mm-hmm. a if it's with like a pasta dish typically i want it cooked a little bit let's caramelize some of those yeah. sugar let's just make it deeper let's make it more robust let's make it a little bit you know there's a little bit more flavor behind that so that's what i'd use tomatoes okay. for sure and okay. that's all ketchup is is like highly reduced tomatoes, which is a lot of sugar, yeah. and then it's sure. mostly like added sugar, salts, yeah. peppers, you know, white pepper, <laughs> your MSG, <laughs> salt, MSG. That's <laughs> just your basis. <laughs> that's all you need. No, but that's typically what it. So, like, yeah, I mean, honestly, I did straight up. I would put just fucking mayo on on a. Interesting. Yeah, why not? Why mayo's not? The, the mayo's good, man. It is delicious. Like, I, I don't know. People can heckle me because I like mayo <laughs> so much, but it's like, dude, like, if you like ranch, you essentially just like, like herb may- mayo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, I'm start calling more into that. Yeah, herb mayo. Which it's not necessarily accurate because there are ranches made with like buttermilk and stuff like that. But like, <laughs> no, but I like. But yeah. there are like herb aiolis and absolutely. stuff that are no, essentially absolutely. in place of ranches. Yes, and it's this it's borderline the same thing. Yes. One's just thicker than the other, yes. so it's like whatever. <laughs> also, 100% would take an herb aioli over yeah. ranch. It's way better. I was say it's probably a bit more thicker. It's thick, yeah. oh, it's good. It's so good. It just sticks on the just lines your mouth up. Mm. So, are you increasing your... Uh, what did I say? Eight earlier? You said uh, seven. Seven. You okay, said. yeah. So, we're going to bump it up to an eight. Nice. Yeah. Pretty solid. Nice. We're going eight stars. We're going eight stars on a mayo. Out of ten stars. Aioli. Yeah. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. This is the end of the podcast. Welcome to the end of the podcast. This You've is where it. we talk. Um, <laughs> guys, Not if you podcast. want more of Where Does Food, follow us on Twitter. That's at Where Does Food. I'm at Tim Wehunt. She is at El Chapo. Chapo. Um, yeah, so you know, follow us on there. Um, interact with us. Talk about the episodes. Talk about whatever. Don't harass us. Give us some tricks. <laughs> Kind of yeah. drive in and dive this shit. Yeah, give some food wrecks. You know, we're we're all you know, we're still trying to compile season two, so we're pumped. Check us out on anchor.fm forward slash where dash does dash food. Um again, that's anchor.fm forward slash where dash does dash food. Something I haven't mentioned in previous episodes that I will. <laughs> These are all hot links. I'm <laughs> talking a lot, but if you just go to the episode info, you'll yeah, actually there. see the links. So Incredible. Look you can that. just check it all out there. Fucking it's seamless, be, Tim. Yeah, it's gonna be Get super you. sick. So <laughs> no, so you know, check out those links. Um we have a supporter button. You can support so us, awesome. help us pay the bills, you know, upgrade our equipment. Yes. You know, I mean, that's, you know, if you want to do that, go for it. If you don't, cool, enjoy the content. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to, we're kind of developing bonus episodes and we're going to kind of figure that all out. We have some pretty good ideas and we're excited to, to get those going. We're also on Spotify, Apple yep. Podcasts. You know what I mean? We're, 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 we're out there. You we're can leave there. a review on Apple Podcasts. Something else I keep forgetting to mention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It, it helps on Apple Podcasts a lot. Yes. Like if you, you, know, you leave some reviews. If you leave one star, I'm coming after you. But like if you leave a five, man, I'm, t- you know. Three to five is pretty. I'll high five you. Um, no, but either way, enjoy the rest of your evening or day or Just morning or, you know, enjoy your life. Yeah, that's the end of the show. <laughs>